Today in our gospel reading, we hear the continuation of last week. Jesus was just at the synagogue teaching. He's gone over to Peter's house and healed his mother-in-law. And now we hear how Jesus steps onto Simon Peter's boat and asks him to drop his net down. But if we have, when we understand our gospel reading, we have to look at the little subtleties within the gospel to really get a full understanding, a full comprehension of what the gospel author is trying to say to us. For Peter and his brothers to go fishing, any fisherman would know that there's specific time and place and situation and weather conditions in which you go out into the deep to fish. And so for the Sea of Galilee to go out to fish requires you to go out in the middle of the night because ideally that would be the right conditions for the fish to bite or even for the fish to come up to the surface to seek food. But as a fisherman, you have to be able to gauge the direction where you're going to fish, how you're going to drop the net down, and back then, they didn't have these nice fish finders where they can send sonar down to the bottom and tell you exactly where the fish is. But for Peter and his family, his brothers, what they know, what they understood, and how they can figure out where to drop their nets were passed down from tradition, from family to family, and was kept in the family. So for, for the gospel writer today to say that they didn't catch anything says a lot about the struggles that they were having. Because all they would do back then was to drop these big nets and to just scoop in these fish. But for them to be unable to find any fish means they were unable to provide for their own family. The conditions out on the sea was not meant for them to find anything. But then all of a sudden, this man, Jesus, comes up to Peter and says, I want you to go back out in broad daylight. Any fisherman, anyone who under fisherman would think that Jesus is crazy. Even in our today's standard, to go out into a lake Go out into the water and say you're going to try to fish in broad daylight. Unless you're out at sea, is very challenging and very difficult. And then to ask him to drop his nets in shallow waters is also crazy. Because as fishermen, you know that the best places to catch fish is actually in sometimes the deepest points of that, that body of water. So to then drop your nets in the shallow waters is pointless. So now we can see and enter into the dilemma that Peter is having in our gospel reading today. He's asked to do something as a man who knows that field, that era, area very intimately. But yet Jesus then challenges him to go out of what he knows. To do something that is beyond what his comprehension can understand. 
and to still trust in the Lord to do it. I came across this quote a couple days ago as we were sitting in this crazy snowstorm, and I kind of find it fitting to really look and reflect on our gospel reading today. This author writes, the circumference of your comfort zone is determined by the sum of your life experience. The more your comfort zone grows, the more experiences that allow you to have. I think you can only experience things that are so far outside your comfort zone. So the idea of me going and doing something outside of my comfort zone right now is kind of completely crazy. But each time you force yourself to go a little bit further outside of your comfort zone, and you tackle an experience, your comfort zone begins to grow a little bit. So once we know we can handle that's what's outside of our comfort zone, our comfort zone will grow a little bit more. And as your comfort zone expands, it opens you up to new experiences that at one time you may never thought was possible and is unrealistic possibility for us right now. However, as we continue to do more and more things to prove to ourselves that we are capable of more than we thought at some point, our comfort zone is going to be butting up right against that. And if we want to do it, that, we will be realistically, that it will be realistically possible. I think life is just a sum of all these experiences that you have and the experience that are slightly outside of your comfort zone just seems to be a little richer. That comfort zone is what hinders and keeps us from doing what God is calling us to do. So many times in our lives we want to stay in the comfort zone because it's familiar. It doesn't challenge us to do anything. I remember growing up as a kid, my dad would teach me how to swim. But it was so uncomfortable for me to step anywhere farther in the pool where one, I couldn't see the bottom, or two, where my feet didn't touch the bottom. And my dad would look at me kind of funny, it's like, how are you going to learn how to swim if you always want your feet the ground. You don't know what is out there in the beyond, in the deeper end of the pool. The things that you're able to do, the things that you're able to experience outside of this area, unless you try. And so one day in the pool, there was a big diving board at the end of the, the pool. And so my dad, to prove a point, went over there and the lifeguard said, you had to swim a lot to demonstrate you can swim. So as he did so, he then climbed up on the diving board and jumped off of it. And me as a little boy, kind of looking at my dad jumping off the diving board, I was like, I want to do that. I want to do that. And as my dad swam back to where I was, he said, look, son, you, you say you want to jump off that diving board, but you didn't know that I had to do that swim qualification for the lifeguards for them to even allow me to jump off that diving board. 
We don't know what is beyond us until we are challenged, until we do things. Peter wouldn't be able to follow Jesus and trust in everything that he does if it didn't begin with that initial trust at the Sea of Galilee. To trust in the Lord and say, okay, I am familiar with this. I am a fisherman. But because I trust you and because there's something that you want me to do, Lord, I'm going to have faith and I'm going to do it as you instruct. And as we look at all the details to put out in shallow water, to drop off these nets, and to gather abundant fish, is crazy, is extreme. And for some fishermen, it is seemed as impossible. But to add on to this impossibility, scientists and archaeologists have been able to find a boat at the bottom of the Sea of Galilee and have brought it up. As they look at that boat, they said that 15 men, 15, one to five men, were in work off that boat. And to say that they, were, they weren't able to pull out that catch is to say that there are things that seem impossible to you and I, that seem difficult to you and I in our lives, but it's never impossible with the Lord if we trust in Him. So the amount of fish brought in that encounter with Jesus Christ at that moment converted and changed Peter's life so that when Jesus called Peter to come follow him, he was able to leave everything behind. At the word leave everything behind, it's not just emptying out my pockets and leaving my possessions behind, my dear brothers and sisters. But that word leaving behind meant leaving everything their way of life, their family, their friends, the things they knew to be comfortable, the things that they were familiar with, the things that surround them. They didn't get to travel like you and I to different countries, different states, different cities. All they ever knew as disciples were just their area within a five to ten mile radius. But Jesus is calling him to leave everything behind, leave what is familiar to him, and to come follow him. There's so many times in our lives that we want to stick in that comfortability because we want to be able to see the bottom. We don't want to know what God has in store for us. We don't want to see and to experience what God can do with our lives because we just want to be surrounded in our comfortability. But I can tell you, my dear brothers and sisters, in my own life, in my own journey, the times when I've stuck with my comfortability have been bland, have been boring. But the days in which I've entrusted everything over to God and to follow in his footsteps, to abandon, have been marked with joy, have been some of the most memorable moments of my life, and have been things that I take on with me every day of my life.
One of my favorite stories of my own life was my last year at seminary formation. I was sent to do a mission trip down to Escapulas, Guatemala, a very poor Spanish country where houses were made out of tin sheds and it was three hours from Guatemala City. And our mission was not to change, not to build anything, but our mission was to be there with the people, to walk with the people, to journey with the people. And so for me, going down to a third world country, I, I was thinking, okay, how am I gonna use the bathroom? How am I gonna shower? I'm not gonna spend a week with my seminarian brothers stinking. Where am I gonna sleep? How was I gonna eat? And the rector of the seminary said, don't worry about all that. Just to pray for the people, to understand what your mission is, and to go down there. And the memory and the moment that has stuck with me, even till now, I go down to a Spanish-speaking country knowing zero Spanish not knowing where to go, who to talk to, what to do. But I knew what our mission was. I understand what God wanted us to do was to walk and to be with the people. And those moments where Pablo, one of the young kids in the neighborhood, first day I got there, we became intimate friends. He spent the whole week there with me a young kid from Guatemala who didn't have education taught me what it meant to love. That, that has stuck with me tremendously. And then a couple days after, we were celebrating the first of the new year. And so all the seminaries decided, hey, let's go get together and put some money together and go purchase some fireworks. And then the seminary bought some hot dogs out to the streets and we sat there, cooked it for the people. That moment and sitting there with those people as we celebrated the new year became an opportunity for me to learn what true community is. A moment of support, a moment in which it doesn't matter what ethnicity you are, where you're from, what level of economic success you've had we all could gather together around a table to celebrate, to learn from each other, but most importantly, to praise God for this new year. And finally, the last day I was there, we had just visits around the neighborhood. And I walked into this man's house, and it was all just dirt floors. He had some tin um, panels as his roof, and these major bags that were at the supermarket torn apart as his walls. And yet we sat there, I sat there with a friend who spoke a little Spanish and we tried to have a conversation with him. But what I took away from that conversation was the fact that how we can be content with what we have. That the Lord provides what we need in our daily lives and that's all that we need. 
This man had nothing in his house except some broken chairs, a mat to lay on as a bed. But yet I have never seen anyone so happy in his life. I've never seen kids enjoy their life so much as his kids. Because he was content with what, where he was at. He knew where God was putting him. And he was so grateful for the little vegetables that we brought to him. I wouldn't have been down in Escapulas, Guatemala if it was my choice. He what true love is if it was my choice. I wouldn't be down there to witness what true community is and see what love and content with what God has put in store for us is until I stepped into those areas. It was his mission. It was his push to challenge me outside my comfort zone, outside of my boundaries. But as I did so, my understanding, my love of grounded, my love of Christ has grown deeper and more intimate because of that. My dear brothers and sisters, we have the opportunity to do that. We don't have to be going down to Escapulos, Guatemala. But simply here in our community, there's multiple and plenty of ways in which we can challenge our comfort zone and to come to see Christ face to face. In our boundaries, we have facilities, but we don't have enough people to go visit them on a weekly basis, to sit down with them and to talk to them. We have the homeless and the needs of our community struggling to have support, to find a community of support, and to learn what it means to be a mother. We have people who are impoverished, who need help, who are just in neighborhoods that need our help. We have our youth, our young kids here, who need someone to help educate them in the faith, to journey them on their faith journey, and to accompany them every day of their lives on Sunday nights. We have those opportunities, my dear brothers and sisters. But the question for us today is, are we going to follow, to trust the Lord where he's going to take you, to challenge yourself, to push outside of your comfort zone, to do as the Lord has instructed each and every one of us to do, or are we going to sit in our comfort zone to stay there and really not come to know Christ and really enter into that relationship. Amen.